Three. Hey, everybody. Oh, dang it. It's fine. It's fine. Three, two. Hey, everybody. Welcome into Friendship and a Two Friends podcast. We are back. We had to take a little sabbatical after that train wreck. If you recall uh, the last time we were on this podcast, it did not end well. Uh, so joining me, as always, to talk about friendship and fill in the blank is Kenny. Kenny, welcome to the show. Malcolm, it is always a joy to be here. Thank you for having me. Yes, and. Yes, and it is a joy uh, to have you on here. Uh, I feel like the topic we're going to talk about today, um, well, first of all, before we get into the topic, uh, how were your holidays, Kenny? How was uh, how was everything where you are? We both live in northern climates that get yeah. uh, quite a bit of snow and, and the cold weather. Do you see any family? Do you do any traveling? I traveled to the great state of Missouri from the cold mm-hmm. state of Alaska, um, and I went there for a while, and then I had Christmas, and then I took plane flights home. Nice. Nice. Sounds like a good holiday. I was similar. I also traveled to Missouri, uh, but because I'm a little bit closer in North Dakota, I uh, I drove. So it was about a 10-hour drive with the family. I Not that we want to get too off topic to start, but I haven't told you this yet, Kenny. We did what is typically a 10-hour drive, and it took us about 12 and a half okay. because I chose to drive 55 the whole way, as you sometimes see elderly people do, because yeah. it saves you so much gas. I saved an entire tank of gas, like $35. And it just took me an extra, like, two hours of my time. That's just Sarah the, was not pleased. That's my the, wife was not pleased. That's the saddest little story I've ever heard. Well, when you're living my life, <laughs> you uh, you look for any uh, – I could tell you an even sadder story, uh, <laughs> sure, which is the fact it. that we – yeah, this is sad. Um, and this is a true story. This just okay. happened today. Uh, but I – we live in an apartment complex. Uh, we moved from a house to an apartment up here, and um, – I have to pay to do my laundry, and boy, putting a quarter in that washing machine kills me oh, every stings. time. Yeah, uh-huh. every time. And so, this is really sad. But we just today ordered online. You can get a little countertop washer and countertop dryer and wash like two shirts at a time. So, but I, I imagine I have like, to pay. A I imagine like, did you, did you? I imagine it like an easy bake oven, but for clothes is like what I'm picturing. Pretty like this, like it's little... very small. I've actually, it's funny you mentioned that because I don't have a dishwasher in this house, um, which I've never lived in a place without a dishwasher before. And so I've threatened many a time to get one of those little, it's probably something similar, like a little countertop dishwasher. But um, yeah. but it's just, I've never actually pulled the trigger. You're a braver man than I well, am. Well, and I think. For the countertop of but imagine, But imagine if every time you had to do dishes, you had to pay $3.50. Oh, no, no, no. It's not the, it's, it's, it's absurd. It's not the exact same thing. Yeah, I mean, if you're, yeah. and I mean, but, you're, you're, and you're, you're saying, yeah. and you're, you're probably assuming you're going to be there for the, you know, the next four or five years. So I mean, yeah. that three dollars adds up, especially with a growing little family so, you got. Growing little family. How's your baby? Like How's your no, baby? The baby is good. The baby is good. He's he's chill. He had a good holidays. How many friends uh, does he have? He has no friends. Uh, my daughter is this is i don't know if this is sad either my daughter who is like 20 months old also does not have many friends it's very difficult for children that age to make friends yeah they're they're real losers i guess their six-month-old cousin is their friend yeah but that's kind of they gotta start i don't know 
How how do you make fine. friends? How do you make friends at, at like like one? Obviously, a zero year old doesn't make friends very easily. But like, how does yeah. at, at, like, at like two? Like, what does what, what what do you do to make friends? You just have well cool shit. Yeah, and the, I think the hard part, especially, is that we because we're new here, like we don't have a ton of friends either. Like, it's yeah. I think the goal would be to be like, oh, like we know these friends and now they're having a baby or they're a part of this play group or whatever. Yeah. But so it's probably starts with Sarah and I finding friends. The good news is she's like walking now and like old enough to start doing some like activities. Like we've looked into like, she's done swimming lessons before yeah. and she's done other things like that. So uh-huh. hopefully that's uh, that goes well. Eventually well. I imagine eventually get to the point where like they start making friends and you have to go deal with those friends as parents. And then you can, either. Yeah. I mean, that sounds horrible. That sounds so bad. Yeah, I, mean, I, I, mean, I, I don't know how old, how old can a kid be before you just drop them off at their activity. Like I would imagine a two year old, I can't just three or four. Go, oh, if they can get, here. if they can, <laughs> if they can handle sort of like doorknobs, and I think that's as long as they can get in the door to the building, then you just drop them off and be like, go bowling. We'll get you in two hours. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, but uh, but yeah, so no friends for them, but good holidays nonetheless. Time with family, and now we're back in North Dakota. Um, uh, I it really frustrates me talking with you, Kenny, because you're about the only person I know that I can't complain about the weather to. Like you're the only person I know who I can't be like, oh my gosh, it was negative five here today. <laughs> yeah, it's been uh, yeah, I mean it's it hasn't been super cold here, but yeah, it has been great. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, we can move on to our topic for today, and I think this is really interesting because this is something you and I have been talking about uh, privately. Uh, for the last maybe two weeks, week and a half, two weeks. Uh, but we're going to talk about friendship and breakdowns today, which I think is a little bit uh, of an appropriate topic. I might consider our last podcast a bit of a breakdown. So how do we <laughs> recover from that? Um, but, yeah. no, but the the impetus for this podcast topic for me uh, came from the two of us having a mutual – I'm not going to use the word friend because – that would imply that I had any sort of a relationship with him other than just knowing who he was. But we had a mutual acquaintance back in college. He's not even my acquaintance. I do not know him. Not your acquaintance. I guess that's true. Not your acquaintance. My acquaintance, and I am friends with him on Facebook, which is how all of this started, I guess. Um, and I don't want to go into any details or like talk about like who he is. Go into details. Tell everything. Say, <laughs> suffice it to say, I would say the last two weeks, he is having uh, a real breakdown. Uh, I mean, it is very obvious. What qualifies as? So what? What? What is a breakdown to you? A breakdown to me. Like, like what's? So what's? What's? What's separates a breakdown from just someone? Because people are weird on social media all the time. You know, sure, that's our thing. So what? What's difference from someone just being kind of strange and someone being like, oh, well, that's kind of worrisome what they're doing here. Yeah. So I guess for me, the the for this, just in general, I think one thing I look for is a change in pattern. And oh, so oh. the last two weeks, he has posted – I mean, we're talking – I was trying to count the posts that he made today, and I think I was at 23 in the last two hours. Ugh. Okay? Yeah. Um, yeah and troubling. it's uh, – like I've been friends with him on Facebook since we were in college. Again, never really talked to him. Wasn't a super close friend, but I've been friends with him since college. And previously, his posts would be sporadic, and they would also be always tied to like a film, like a film he was working on or something he was doing. So he's a filmmaker. Oh, we're breaking it down. Okay, really so stop. A- it's fine. I'm really only nervous about talking about him because he might kill me, but it's <laughs> fine. 
Um, it's fine, dude. But, You're in Fargo, North Dakota. He could never find you in Fargo, <laughs> North Dakota. <laughs> On 19th. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, so I think the frequency of posting and like the content, which we can both attest to, has been uh, bizarre, like a bizarre mix of like pictures with no captions. Like, so, like, like one post was, you know, just like a single word. Yeah. And, and just, I don't know, like, so I think a change in content and also just at some point, like things become nonsensical and things yeah. get to a point where you really can tell that somebody is sort of shouting into the dark. If you, it, it, you know, I, I'm scrolling through these posts that I see and no, no one is liking them. No one is commenting, but he's just throwing Sure. What, throwing this all out there. So to me, that constitutes a breakdown. What would you say? What did I? Is there something I missed as far as what a breakdown is? I mean, I I, I don't know. I, I think there's th- this may be parsing it out too too finely, but I think there's different there's different kinds too. You know, I mean, if we're just talking about things you see on social media, like I think the breakdown you're most likely to see is someone who is just like posting really vague things about something in their life you know what i mean where it's like yeah. where it's like sometimes it feels like people are just bad oh and then you're like i don't know what that means and then sometimes it's like well maybe i should just go and find my own way home you're like i don't know what that means either <laughs> and so then it just like keeps like digressing from there so i'm not sure that's a breakdown i mean those are those are all sort of like little bitty cries for help in a weird way you know in the way that social media sure. pretty much just brings out the most desperate parts of all of us um so yeah but and so i think that's that's why i think it's difficult because all posting on social media is kind of a form of just breaking down and screaming into the void to a certain <laughs> to a certain degree you know but I, I get i think frequency and obviously when cohesion starts breaking down you know like if it's someone who yeah. had a had a certain set pattern of behavior and then all of a sudden it gets erratic then yeah that's that's probably that's probably um, and I, and i think too in some of the things that that i've seen with with a lot of different people too is what is the discourse between other people look like um and so you know sometimes i know especially through social media you'll see you know somebody makes a post that is like you said sort of a breakdown but we all probably have those but then sort of in the course of people commenting and reacting and and I think you can tell when somebody really starts to sort of lose it and lose their handle and lose yeah. any conception of what uh, sort of a normal social interaction is. Um, and so that's something else that I look for. But I, I wanted to start this conversation by I, I guess by asking you, have you – and, and again, we don't want to get into details specifically, but I'm trying to think of any examples for myself too. Um, but for you, any examples of a time that you – like what would it take for you to reach out to somebody? So we're talking if, if in you real life? Take for you to see something, like, well, or, both. But real life social media, like what would it take for you to actually reach out to somebody and say, hey, man, you know, I'm, <laughs> what's going on? I, you know, I'm not a very sympathetic soul to strangers. It's not that like I don't feel bad about it, but it's like I personally would be – really uncomfortable so let's say this person we're talking about if i actually did reach out to him it was like man do you need some help like i wouldn't be a good sounding board for that help you know because <laughs> it's like sure. i don't i i you know it's there are some people who are more after that i mean there's certain people that would find that standpoint that i just took like kind of horrific right like you monster like if you see someone in danger why you know like how can you 
call yourself a decent person and then not reach out to them. And there's there's probably some credence to that. Um, again, it's sort of like the car crash thing. Like, everyone just assumes, oh, someone else will stop to help you. And, you know, eventually, if no one does it, you know, it's you, right. you, you've gotten to a weird situation. But, um, yeah, I mean, I don't think there's ever been a time when I've seen a friend lose it on so i mean there are times i just take that back there was one time that i thought a friend was losing it and he (laughs) and he and he had this fake account that he made he made this he made this fake account and for like a week or two he started posting about how dark the world was getting and how he was just going to end it all and then everyone and like there weren't many people who were friends with this account so we thought this was like a weird cry for help so we actually did like message him and we're like all right like his real account, not the fake account. We're like, are you, are you okay? And then he would like not respond. And then one day he, he was like, I'm just going to end it on this like fake account. And so we're all horrified. And then it turns out it was like something he was doing at college. Like he killed off this fake guy. And the very next post was like, I'm in hell with Ronnie James Dio. And then like, it was like, <laughs> and, 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 and then, and then eventually, like, uh, like a couple months later, he posted, like, like Back to the Dead Guys. That was weird. And then just went on with this weird thing account. <laughs> I never – I don't think I ever did quite find out what that was all about. But, I mean, that that was – That a, is awesome. But, again, really. but I knew that friend pretty intimately, so it was – um, it would have been – so, I <laughs> like, I didn't necessarily feel weird about being like, hey, man, is everything cool? Uh, <laughs> even, but, that, but that's a <laughs> – in hell with Ronnie James T. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> you like that? <laughs> I just picture all of you being so concerned, and then the next post you see is just "I'm an Eldron." <laughs> what a perfect name! What a perfect person to come up with, too. Like it's just so good. <laughs> Funny, dude. <laughs> it was pretty funny, but um, but again, but it's it's also another kind. I have a I have a story too. What this is where this is where <laughs> you're still like not with it. This is a this is a super weird story. But I had a friend in grade school. This is pre social media, and one time in school we were given these like cards, and I I don't remember. I'm kind of probably I'm probably butchering the situation or conflating it with a couple other ones. But I had a, but we were given these cards, and like we had, we were in seventh or eighth grade, and so as we we're moving to teenagers, like I think, at one point someone gave us a lecture about like suicide, like that, like the lecture was about like you know, don't commit suicide, you know, um, which is a, which is something we all need to hear from time to time, and um, and so, uh, and so they gave us these like cards, and they were cards that were like, that like I'm like I like you know, like, get me help because I'm not in a good place cards. And the idea was you have these little cards and you, if you gave them to a friend, then the friend could, like, act and, like, do something for you, you know? Um, and so I, I have this friend who was, like, always, um, who, like, he, 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 you know, he was always, like, kind of an unusual guy, but, and he would, like, he would do weird stuff, and, like, he had kind of a depressive streak, too. Like, he wasn't just, like, upbeat all the time. But anyway, but 
but he was like started fucking around about like giving people this card, like this like suicide card, and like no one, and he was such like just the way he was, no one could ever quite tell if he was serious about it or not. Which again, this is like kind of a horrifying thing. I imagine somebody listening would be like, if someone gives you this card, obviously you should do something. <laughs> but it, but but I think it gets at the heart of what what the situation is, where it's like it's weird, you know. Like at that time, like we were all pretty sure he was fucking around, and in hindsight, he was, and that's good. But, I, I, but it's it's one of those weird situations I actually think about from time to time, and being like, you know, like that's like how would you feel if someone gave you something, and like their way, even in sort of a joking way, but there's some truth behind it. Like it puts you, you know, it, it, it's a weird situation for everyone, and while not maybe explicitly sort of unusual as that, like those Facebook cries for help can kind of start to straddle some of the same sort of borders where you're like, I can't tell if you're just being weird or if you're like actually asking for someone i mean i think if someone on facebook actually said like i'm going to kill myself you know like everyone would kind of rally behind that but it's seldom that explicit you're sort of like well what's sure what's the actual situation here and i think the hard part too is that like in you in, in that case like you sort of look back and like in hindsight he was joking around but i'm sure there are also people who say man in hindsight like this person was not oh, joking sure around. yeah like, yeah like we thought you know that they were just sort of messing around and didn't take it too seriously and then you know, sort of thing. Change. Um, but I, I just, I, I want to, I'm trying to think for myself. I know there have been a couple of times where I have talked to somebody like face to face. I don't think I've ever reached out to someone on social media. I, I am not on Facebook nearly as much as I used to be either. Uh-huh. So in the last like two or three years, I've really kind of, I mean, I'm still there, but I don't really get on it much. Yeah. Um, but I don't think I've ever reached out to someone via social media. But I know there have been a couple people where I sort of I, – I did sort of just like pull them aside and just like as, as as nicely as I could and just sort of be like, man, what's – like what what's the deal? Like what's going on? Like this what – this is from you know? their, their behavior on social media or – No, oh. uh, I guess it would have been a little bit of both. Uh-huh. Um, but I, I will say and, and – I, I guess I'd ask you this too. I know for me, I always felt more comfortable having that conversation face to face. Like sure. even if I yeah. saw something on social media, I don't know if I would like message them, but I might say, I might, I guess I might message them and say, Hey, do you want to meet up? And like, yeah, like, let's chat for real face to face versus, um, you know, talking to somebody through social media, but there have been a couple times, but both of those instances were friendships that I had had for years and years yeah. where I felt like I sort of had that rapport. Uh, and both of them turned out to be just fine. They were mostly messing around, you know? Um, but I, I, I think it's hard. And, and it speaks to, I think a little bit to, you know, sort of different levels of friendship too, is at what point do you draw that line? So sure. at what point do I say, this is a friend that I've, I'm close enough with that I would, contact or that i would like reach out to and this uh-huh. is a friend truth be told i don't like i don't really know this person that well yeah and that's, that's a hard thing to balance oh, oh yeah it's very difficult so none of those people you you sort of talked to actually asked for help or anything or like they just said no i've never had anyone ask me for for like that kind of help and i don't really know what i would do yeah because um, what, what I, I yeah <laughs> I think I'm a little bit in your boat as far as a comfort level of dealing with that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I, you know, I would do it obviously if somebody like, like Kenny, if you said, I really need help with this, I would say, okay, I'm walking to Anchorage right now. But if, but Come you know, <laughs> but you know, there are, you're one of only a few people that I can say that I would like 
really do that for. Yeah. Uh, and, there's a lot of, and, and then it, gosh, it's never happened to me, but I just can't imagine how awkward it would be. I don't know what I would do if somebody who I didn't know that well reached out to me. Like, I don't know if the correct response is like, do you have someone closer? Like, do you have somebody that yeah, I know, knows well, you, you know, a little better than I do? The thing is, if someone, if someone actually was proactive and reached out to me specifically, like, I wouldn't have any qualms about helping them, you know? Like, I, like I'm not necessarily – like, the interaction itself, like, if they instigated it, then I'd be like, well, I'm sure they have whatever weird reason, and I would try to help them as best I can. But I just sure. – I, I think often, you know, there are different tiers of friendship, and, you know – that's that's a pretty intimate conversation to have to have with someone, you know. Um, yeah. And so it's, I, I think you would want to be able to be honest with them. I'm not sure I could. I know, you know, I wouldn't feel super honest if a stranger, you know, wanted to right. talk to me about something like that. So it's right. Yeah, it's it's difficult. Um, can you ever think of a time where you question my sanity? Gosh, uh, let's see. It was two a.m. We had just finished watching Forgetting Sarah Marshall, and Kenny gets up and says, I want a snack. I'm driving to Kingdom City about two hours away uh, to get a snack. Who wants to come with? And and then you probably you might have questioned mine because I had hopped in the car. I was like, let's do it. Kingdom City. Uh, no, I, there's never been a time where I have legitimately questioned. I guess you've been in some relationships that made me question. <laughs> your sanity um but you might say the same thing about me which would be rough to say to me because i've only been in one like that would be a really mean thing to say because it would be about my wife but it's fine no you no, not your relationship but you've had (laughs) you had you had i guess i've had other relationships you had you know affairs of the heart you know where you're That I, uh, that I, I think it was an affair of a different bodily order, but that's fine. Uh, <laughs> no. Um, no, I don't think I ever yeah. – I, I remember – I actually do, some real talk. I remember one semester – this is in college. Some This is Linda Wood talk, so everyone's tune out if you don't care well, about now that. now they know where we went to school. They're going to find us. They, um, if, if they're listening, they know us anyway. Um, so, uh, so anyway, so there was one semester – where you loaded all of your classes on what was it, like a Monday or a Friday or something like that? I think it was two days. I think I did still have class two days. Oh, did you? Well, I just remember there was one yeah. time where – Five-day weekend. A five-day weekend. And I don't – like you never did – like I never thought you were like losing it. But like I would see you around campus sometimes and you would just have this like kind of vacant, you know, thousand-yard <laughs> stare. And I'd be like, how's it going, Malcolm? And you'd be like, fine, man. I'm like, what are you doing? You're like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> I would wonder. Listen, you would just I be would, that's be, like, you'd be wandering like a ghost. You would just be walking around campus. I'd be like, where are you going? You're like, I'm just walking. <laughs> I'm like, okay. And that that semester, you were not in a great place. No, no, certainly not academically because <laughs> those classes I tanked pretty badly. Uh, I don't think I failed any of them, but I came awfully close. Yeah. A couple. Um, but like, yeah, I remember that semester. What I would do. Like, I had five days off. I would just wake up. I would, like, go to breakfast. <laughs> and then I would literally either sit at breakfast or wander campus until one of my friends was getting out of class. Like, <laughs> I would just – I'd wait for somebody to yeah. stop me and be like, what are you doing? I'd be like, nothing. Let's go. What are we doing? <laughs> like, I – Which – it's, it's, it's one of those existences that, like, sounds charmed and perfect. But in hindsight, like, it's just too unstructured. You know, it's like – you, I, I think some people could thrive there, but I know, like, if you're anything like me, like, I would just 
I would just fall apart on those semesters, even when I would have like a three-day weekend. I'm not sure I ever got a four-day weekend, but even like an extra day was always like, yeah, I need that. Well, I, I need that structure. To... And there's such a difference now. Like I'm in grad school now, but just like I have a three-day weekend. I had a three-day weekend in the fall, and uh, believe it or not, I actually have a four-day weekend this spring every mm-hmm. week, which is kind of crazy. Nice. But there's such a difference in how I approach it. Like, yeah, I don't just wake up and wander. <laughs> and you have a family now. I mean, you have you have actual things yeah, to do all now. the time. But also, yeah. like, though, I need those days to get my work done. Like, mm-hmm. I understand that, like. Yeah, I now like I'm not just like wandering, waiting, for things, but I could sure. see questioning my sanity for a semester where I was. <laughs> it, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't saying like I didn't think you were gonna like hurt yourself or others, I, but like you could see you. Well, kind, I was not well. Well, you could see you kind of like sort of looking down into something a little darker, and you're like, well, <laughs> you, you got to get a handle on this, or it could be something bad. But you know, I mean, but yeah. but. But, you know, I think college, especially undergrad, is filled with those sort of peaks and valleys where there's sometimes it just – I think everyone felt like they were kind of breaking down at some point. Yeah. Right. Right. No, I would totally agree that uh, – I remember – I guess I do remember um, for you – and again, I won't go into all the details. But I do remember – I think it was our junior year or senior year, probably our senior year, where there was a couple of weeks where you were doing some work around the uh, the old paper and uh, – <laughs> There were a couple of weeks that you were a little on edge, a little tense. I wasn't. And then, I wasn't. And then about a week where you were a little dark and maybe a little hard to reach. I think there were a couple of weeks where I remember you were like, like, like you you were not an easy man to find for probably for good reason. In yeah. Well, there is for for a little context for anyone who doesn't know, there was a story. I worked in the school paper, and again, this is all. Quickly. I was trying to be as masked as possible. You disclose what you're comfortable. This is this is quickly receding into the past. But I was the I was the lead writer for the school paper, and we worked on a story in the same way. Like sometimes, like most of the time, college newspapers are just full of garbage. Like we actually managed to, by no fault of our own, to stumble into a story that was actually like kind of fraught in the way that student journalists sometimes will just stumble onto dumb crap. And so it actually ended up being a story of. Uh, some relative importance. I mean, not to the world, but to that little community of somewhat importance. And so it's kind of started this sort of chain reaction of just sort of like administrative stuff and stuff with the paper and things got a little tense with different people around campus. And so um, all the all of us newspaper crew kind of, you know, hunkered down and uh, tried <laughs> yeah. not to get things thrown I remember that. But I, but I do remember, like, again, like you said, not questioning whether you'd hurt yourself or others, but I do remember just like, again, feeling like I could tell that you were, I, I think you were going through some introspection about your life. And no, and, and, in, and in hindsight, that, that turned out to be very, that turned out to be very important because I, um, you know, that story, which again, with human general, like was something where regardless of whether you would have been you know, what your stance would have been on it. Like, it did sort of give me um, a brief insight into what someone actually doing journalism has to deal with pretty regularly, which is kind of making people in authority uncomfortable and then dealing with people being mad at you a lot. <laughs> and then some people saying mean things about you and sort of doing that. So it actually, you know, in the way that God should be, it was a very instructive experience and sort of showed me that if I wanted to write journalism may not be the exact way I want to do that or at least that kind of maybe not like the straight newspaper hard news journalism maybe wasn't what I needed at that time of my life um 
I'm not saying at some point sure. in the future I wouldn't go into something like that. But anyway, but that's that's here nor there. So anyway, sure. so um, but yeah, so you know, I mean, well, how did how did we get onto this? So we talked we we're talking about social media. Well, we were right? talking about breakdowns. We talked about if we yeah. had ever felt like the other was having one. I don't know any any sort of closing thoughts. I think this has been a pretty good little conversation about uh, about what that looks like and what I don't know like what um is there like a tip line you want people to call Kenny can I just give out your cell number no, I'm kidding. <laughs> um I, I don't know I don't have any tips <laughs> just trying you know this is why we don't reach out to Kenny when somebody has a problem <laughs> I literally I was trying to think I'm like well I can I can give you some platitudes but you don't want those and I don't want to give those so you know I don't know anything about mental health you know Fair get enough. drink drink a lot of water get out in the sun <laughs> walk it off <laughs> walk it off you know if you're feeling kind of blue just take a shower it always helps me <laughs> maybe a little shower beer <laughs> a little shower real good a little shower brew always helps or you know lately coffee if you're feeling blue just get a cup of coffee and um, then watch some Top Gear that's what I do. <laughs> do you watch Top Gear? I watch Top Gear all the time, dude. I would never. You could have given. You could have said list a thousand television <laughs> shows that Kenny Sterling watches, and Top Gear would never have come to mind. Dude, I I watch. I I've been systematically working. I thought I'd seen them all, but they're like on Amazon Prime. Are you a car guy, or do you just find it entertaining? Like, do you just find them funny? I like cars. I mean, I don't like. Do you also love destroying our planet? I can change my battery if I have to. I can change a headlight. I can change a, I can change a tire if I gotta put a spare on. Um, so you know, so obviously I'm very handy with 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 the tools and the and the car that drives. I'm not. I I feel like I I I feel really bad. I'm sorry. I I feel like you think I'm judging you. I I'm not at all. I, I love it. I would. I just never would have predicted it. That's all I was trying. to Who say. doesn't like I, looking at fancy cars? I mean, I feel like you don't have to. It necessarily... has no interest to me. You don't. Oh, so I, so 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 Top Gear doesn't interest you at all either, or not, or just doesn't no. interest you. No. Oh, really? No. No, I have no interest in it. I um. I do I, – when I was growing up, I liked working on cars, but I think it was really just because I liked spending time with my dad. Like it yeah. wasn't really about like, oh, this car is so cool. Like it's just like, oh, I'm spending time with my dad. So things – but I'm not like I, – I don't think I, – again, I, I don't know. It's not even that I don't like cars. I just think there's so much television I could watch. Like right now I'm in season 16 of Law & Order SVU. Why oh, would yeah. I stop that? Essential viewing. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, but the thing about Top Gear, again, I'm not going to break any ground here, but the, but the thing about Top Gear is it's, like, it's not really a show for people who really, like, I'm sure that if I, like, really liked Cars, like, I would probably be, like, they're just a bunch of clowns. Like, if I really wanted to watch Cars, <laughs> I'd watch Monster Garage. I don't know. Remember that was a show? <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. So, I'm, like, it's, you know, it's, it's you know, it, it goes down easy. They're funny. They're British. Okay. Well, I, I mean, again, I don't fucking judge me. I'm gonna. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, cool. Well, um, any closing remarks? Any other thoughts? Anything else we want to talk about? No, I'm good. Do you have anything? Okay. Uh, I don't think I have anything. You can always check us out on iTunes, uh, Friendship and a Two Friends podcast. And uh, I think that's everything. Say goodbye, Kenny. Goodbye, Malcolm. Bye, bud. See you next week. 